and welcome to the Red Pill Training Podcast. We are back with Season 3 with myself, James Jowsey, Phil Mansfield and Gemma Chambers. Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Red Pill Podcast. Um, myself, Phil Mansfield and the main man, James Jowsey. Hey Phil. How are you my friend? Very well, thanks mate. How are you? Ah, I'm sore. I'm sore. Um, been testing Training some off. workouts. Yeah, I've been testing some workouts, which is the idea of this sort of this podcast. And um, in uh, in the in a good way, it's starting to get the better of me, um, which is which is, I guess the I guess the idea. Um, Possibly weren't designed for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this is true. This is true. Um, as as we usual, guys, we. We are joined by Gemma. We're just not joined by Gemma. Um, she is being held up um, at the start for the start of this podcast. She's obviously doing having an important role within within healthcare and um, has been called up with some patients. And she will be joining us as quickly as possible. So, Jout and I have been left with the reins to start with, and we uh, hope Gemma can jump in jump in soon. Um, this specific podcast, guys, is going to be um, it's going to be a little bit difficult for Charles and I. Um, and to give you guys a little bit of background information, um, when the when the lockdown first ensued, um, my coaches and the coaching team in and around Red Pill, um, we we began to have some two to three times per week some sort of development calls where we would be talking through different elements of training and therapy etc etc and we sort of thought we'd use the opportunity to develop uh, our coaches and, and and get the best out of ourselves and some personal development and we we opened up something called a why morning uh, and the why morning was we had to present each other with parts of our programming or parts of our treatment methods and we asked our fellow coaches to ask us why and ask us to justify why it is we're doing the certain things and really make sure that we are uh, doing our jobs properly and having a depth of understanding in our jobs and making sure that our program prescriptions and our exercise prescriptions from a therapy basis were well thought out um, and, and and correct for the person rather than just, you know, sometimes we all work a little alone. alone. Sometimes you can perhaps get a little lazy. Um, and so having a team around you to keep you sharp was was quite an important element or is quite an important element of the of the Red Pill coaching team. Um, and the calls were fun just, right? Yeah, for sure. I think one that sticks out in memory was where we were all talking about the energy systems um, and quizzing yourself mainly on obviously energy system training in particular, in particular, like developing cycle, yeah, cycling ability and endurance uh, from your obviously extensive extensive work with pro triathletes, pro Ironmen, and and using that and drawing on that to help help the CrossFitters um, develop their develop their capacity. Um, so I know that like I well, I mean, why we work with the coaches that we work with because they always ask why. Like it's well, why is it that they don't want the answer? They they don't just want to be told, oh well, just give them ten by four hundred on one minute rest. Our coaches, which we're blessed to work with, um, want to know well, why is it that and not 
uh, why is it not a one-to-one rest? Why is it not? Um, yeah. And it all started from there, really, didn't it? That was uh, one of the ones that stuck out for me um, in terms of that big, big picture programming piece. It was a good, it was a good call, wasn't it? Um, and these, these morning calls, we became quite almost addicted to them, didn't we? We sort of, <clears throat> we had this, um, this really good learning environment going on. And we, as ever, we were challenging each other and challenging our thought beliefs. And one of the things that, um, that we don't want to, we didn't want to, and, and I'm going to come out and say this right from the start. One of the things that we, we were, we were always, careful of is our our specific exercise prescription right and we really wanted to as jazz just alluded to have the wires dialed in and and into place and on on one call again as a a task more than anything um i set the team a bit of a, a bit of a challenge and the challenge was can we incorporate can we make a program which ticks a lot of boxes um, and sort of the holy grail where, where we're so fortunate as coaches is we work with athletes who have nearly infinite amount of time to train. Um, so working just with athletes without time constraints is an enormous, enormous benefit. Um, we work with athletes that have of course budget restraints, but have, decided to dedicate a large portion of their residual income to their training. So in terms of equipment and, and time available with us as coaches to look at all the details and everything else like that is available to them. Um, we have the opportunity to, to have eyes on uh, movement, biomechanical assessments of them, and all the things that we feel have made Red Pill a unique uh, and fantastic sort of uh, company and and we've based our principles on and my question to the guys was what if we took away our core values could we still operate is it possible for us to to remove uh time constraints is it possible to remove assessments is it possible to remove all these things and and how would we go about making uh and in this case a crossfit training program with our with our eyes and ears essentially re- removed, would it be possible? Is it possible? Um, because I think that's the holy grail. I think that's the hardest part to do. Uh, I think it's very very hard to to have a program that you could justify the stimuluses of moving away from the sort of eyes on coaching. I think it's hard in a sense of how we are as people. It's hard for us because we like to know the details of the person completely inside and out. So we we want to be able to turn around like so our guys are the same as us. Why do we do that? We want to know, well, what is that person? Why is that person? What is their goal? Everything like that. So of course it is possible to just write a blank program, which is what most people just do. A blank person, a blank program. But with that comes a blank to us, less efficient results until you can absolutely specify the program for the person. So it was taking away our beliefs and core values was the big challenge of it. Um, And going, well, actually, yeah, we know this isn't designed with a person in mind. And can we touch and reach as many uh, 
oh, sorry, tick as many boxes as possible um, whilst whilst writing the program. Yeah, exactly. And and that ha- that is the challenge. I think there's uh, the on on continuing on on from that. You have the whole injury side of things. Is that the reason we don't have injuries within Red Pill? You know, I think our 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 last overuse injury. Um, well, I don't I don't remember us having overuse injuries. Of course, you have the sort of normal impact injuries of people falling off things or falling over. But but typically we don't have injuries. We don't have knees flaring up. We don't have all of the sort of typical problems. And one of the reasons for that is because of the specificity of the programming. Um, the other side of it is that we talked about was that we are all heavily ingrained in the CrossFit methodology. We, we love CrossFit. We enjoy CrossFit as a methodology. And it's never sat comfortably with me the, the option of having some kind of bias in training. You know, if CrossFit is done properly and programmed properly, there's never a necessity to have a cardiovascular uh, dominant program or have a strength dominant program or a, or some kind of gymnastics or some kind of blended or blended uh, structure or, or whatever whatever it may be and and for me the biggest challenge was can we as a group of coaches have find a program that was fun um could we find a program that would kept people injury free could we find a program that that hit all the stimuluses within CrossFit logically at the right times. Um, and I think a lot of the injuries, et cetera, come in CrossFit is when stimuluses clash at the wrong times. So can we keep stimuluses away from each other that we know are potentially dangerous and, and know potentially will, will give problems? Um, and as, as I said at the start, this was a project that was given to us as a coaching group to, to test ourselves as programmers, to test ourselves as coaches, to see can we – can we deliver this this package? Um, and it developed, didn't it, Jaws? Certainly did. Um, and uh, what a lot of fun we had! Um, like we say, we went from just having calls on on geeking out to then five guys head round a table arguing about what stimulus should be on what day, what what movement combinations it should be, where we're going to be working on weightlifting, where we're going to be working on wads. Uh, what type of wads they'd be um, at what stages? Yeah, and it was just a hell of a lot of uh, a hell of a lot of fun um, going through that process, um, and actually quite uh, easier almost in a sense because there was no person. Yeah, and what was interesting was we kept asking ourselves, yeah, but who's that for? Why are we doing that? What's what's this? What's this for? And what's that going on there? And you almost, I could feel myself searching for a uh, searching for a mod for a model if you like or a, uh, somebody somebody there to 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 find some specificity in it and 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 coming back to you're not allowed that specificity and what was interesting is the person that I was imagining that would be would be doing this program would be a different person to that that you were imagining to 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 the other guys that what they were imagining and and the backwards and forwards and the throwing process was was so enjoyable. It gave us an enormous amount of respect for people who are in the generic programming market um, about how difficult their job is and how hard it must be for them to hit hit a generic market. And we could also see why 
the problems they face um, in in what they're doing. Um, and I think what we what we had to fight with was was the the writing each se- session from the bottom if that makes sense like it was it was really tough to say right we're going to we're going to make this stimulus from everything and we weren't going back to our sort of we weren't going back to our training or so as soon as you open up one athlete's training and you decide to pull a session from one athlete's training you look at it and you go in I've already put that into a bias now because we do write our sessions individually so so what you have to do then is write the session and then go back and say, well, this stimulus looks very similar to a stimulus I did with this athlete six months ago or eight months ago, and then potentially compare the two workouts for timings and time caps, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and, and trying to use that broad spectrum of athletes that we actually coach enabled us to go as go into to the more generic side of things because that workout might have been applied over the last three years to five or six different athletes um which gives you a great idea for time caps and speeds and then you have the sort of the top end your, your high-end games athletes doing it and your sort of lower end beginner crossfitters doing it and you can take a comparison of that and and work on scale options and timing options and, and it was just it was just a real eye-opening experience to be able to go in and balance everything based from the top to the bottom uh it was very difficult but but it certainly improved me as a programmer and we had a lot of fun with the um like i said touching touching those different groups um like i said the workouts have been tested um not all of them some of them just for time caps like i was had a lot of fun doing the doing the wads um and one of the stimuluses was a 15 minute stimulus. So I basically did a, uh, we called it baby Chad, um, which yes, it involves step up. So we took the CrossFit hero wad Chad of a thousand step ups for time, called it baby Chad. So it's a hundred step ups, um, but with weighted dumbbells instead and a couple of other movements. Um, and in my head, it was like, well, this will take, because I've I've obviously got in my head I've got Briggsy, Elliot, and and Emma, and I'm going well. Yeah, they'll be around around about 15 minutes, um, and then yourself, Phil, you took it upon yourself to you like the look of the workout, so had a go yourself. Um, came in at an hour time cap, <laughs> which. <laughs> Which, can we throw can we throw a bit of context into this? Or, or sorry, buddy, finish, and then uh, I'm going to need to put a bit of context behind this. Yeah. Well, yeah, you probably need to put a bit of context behind it. Yeah, but but in a sense of so then then in my head I'm like, have I really got the time cap that wrong? Because at this point in time, I'd not given it to to um, any of any of the athletes, and I thought, well, maybe I've got it. Like, if it took an hour, like I must have I must have gone a, a bit wrong there maybe I've underestimated or should I say overestimated what they could do. So I gave it to, to McQuaid and uh, she came in at um, 13 and a half minutes. So I knew it was, <laughs> if, <laughs> I was, I was spot on for, for that group of, uh, yeah, like I say, for the, for the top end, it's spot on. So for people that are wanting to, I say the, the fun part of the program is we've got these wads that like, like you said before, um, have been tested by 
varying abilities um and people can can see where they they um stack up um relative to top athletes in the world which is which is what crossfit is why everybody appreciates crossfit in itself why it goes down so well is because everyone can look there and appreciate how impressive um the feats are because they know how hard a snatch is they know how hard it is to to do 10 unbroken muscle ups um etc versus i don't know playing playing football against ronaldo you don't appreciate how good ronaldo is because you, you, there is no context there you've never done it you're never going to unfortunately never going to get the chance to do that whereas you can appreciate what isabel feels like yeah absolutely absolutely and i think i think when people discuss crossfit as a community i think that's exactly or that's not exactly that's one of the things that that they're talking about is that that, that we're all in it together aren't we um and we're all got different we've all got the different sort of uh, challenges we face within our skill set or our threshold sets. And, and yeah, I so say just, just to, just to defend myself slightly, it is when Jowsy says it's a hundred step ups, it's a hundred dumbbell Russian step ups with two times 30 kilos. Now there are of course scaling options in the program. So, so I hope that hasn't scared anyone off, but um, muggings here decided that, um, that he would take it on RX. Um, so yes, it's two times 30, uh, 30 kilo dumbbells and it's a hundred Russian step ups, uh, of course, 24 inch box. Um, and then the sort of, the, as we say, the catch to every workout is that every time you break, you do a 250 meter ski and you do a 20 meter handstand walk. Um, now, my handstand walks have um, have seen better days, so I chose the bear crawl scale option, which was quite nice, 20-meter bear crawl. Um, so with the 250-meter ski and the bear crawl, it took me an hour. Um, of course, you know, I've been egocentric. I called Jaws and said, your time caps are completely wrong, mate. You know, you've, you've, got, it all, you've got it all over the place here, fella, and, um, and we need to really look at, look at how you're programming the wads, and sort of Jaws replied, yeah, let you know. All right, fair enough. Listened as as he always does, and <laughs> sent it over to McQuaid, and uh, McQuaid did it in thirteen and a half minutes. And um, yeah, I'll go back to the drawing board. I think in terms of uh, fitness and form, but but just to just to sort of reiterate Jaws's point here is this is what's been the fun process of this is is we've had uh, we we maybe we're jumping a little bit forward in the story here, guys, but 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 essentially the process went very, very well with us talking and it was, it was so hard, but we had these two to three hour Skype calls, as I say, two to three times a week where, where everybody brought their expertise to the table and we just sort of brainstormed what, 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 a what a program would look without the normal constraints. Um, and I think, I think to say, honestly, I think I've been frustrated for some time that there isn't, a better offering in the generic program market than there is out there now. Um, I think uh, we sort of, we have that, uh, what we would call the, the, the control C um, program methods where, where, Um, Jaws is laughing because he knows it's a sort of uh, a frustration of mine is that, that, 
the due diligence and the understanding of developing a program is so so in depth and and I think taking you know using the sort of control c when i say control c i mean the sort of copy and paste programming method is that is that people deserve more than that and i and i felt that i felt that that was missing and i'm not sort of including every everybody in that and of course there are some there are some wonderful programs out there but but i felt like i felt like we we could do it better i felt like um as i said to the guys at the start we need to get this out there because for me it's better it it, it, it it needs to be out there it needs to be in the market we need to make this available for for people it's too good just to be our project our sort of side project um when i look around and i and i see how much uh, sort of copy and paste programming is going on in the world uh, in the sort of crossfit world especially um a, a program which is which is born and brought up in its in, in its entirety by good discussions. Every every weight, every rep range, every box height is discussed. Having that detail in the in, in the program, we wanted to get it out there. We wanted to get it out there and, and and I could feel it already after sort of week one or week two of the discussions that I didn't tell the guys that 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 this was this was no longer in my head a a a project for us to better ourselves as coaches. This was going to be something we're going to get out into the community uh, and let people and let people have a go at um, because because I felt like and of course I'm biased because I love the guys I work with and I'm proud of the guys I work with. But for me, it was too good just to keep in our stored files. Um, we wanted the opportunity to get out there and 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 show the industry and set the standard in the industry for what a generic program what a generic program could look like um, with, with a sort of time, love and care um, from, from five coaches uh, dedicating their times to it. So, so that's the story guys, really. Um, that's how the, the, the red pill sort of generic was brought about. And uh, in terms of calling it red pill, red pill generic, um, we, we, um, we sort of wanted to be honest. Um, uh, we wanted to be honest with, with, with our, um, with our sort of customers or with the people out there and, and it's not coaching and we do appreciate that it's not coaching. We do appreciate that it's a different, it's a completely different product from, from coaching. It doesn't have the eyes on assessment and it doesn't have the sort of personal contact. It doesn't have the psychological development, um it doesn't have all those things that, that the, the coaching world does have but it is a bloody good program um and we just needed to get out there and, and get it and get going and and it's a generic program um it's not more than that and it's never going to try to be try to be more than that we still believe passionately in our coaching product um but it's never going to be more than a generic program um yeah um it is what it says on the tin um do, does that hits the masses it'll help a lot of people in in a lot of ways because it's so well thought out um i always use that yes the bespoke one-to-one programming just the same as the biomechanical assessments that we do like having a individualized biomechanical assessment will work a lot more quickly than following a generic online program that you've got to improve your mobility or or whatever it is 
uh, like picking up a fix your back pain in six weeks off the internet like those those programs will help people and they do which is why which is why they're out there and they sell and we've but we've always been on the on the specificity one-to-one side but what we've what we've known with the experience that we've got working with people from the injury aspect all developing biomechanical movement all the way through to working with the athletes at the top end of the games that we've been doing for well over nine years um sorry seven years now as well as yourself filling yourself in competitively in Ironman and rugby and and everything like that knowing knowing all those different aspects we've we've been able to use our experience to, to pull it all together and go well the different types of people we've worked with here is here's the middle ground that will help help all yeah absolutely mate and i think that's what that's what we i think that's what you know i'll openly admit that's what we've been we were missing um between us we were sort of we're quite you know we're quite naturally extreme and naturally want the 100 percent and want the best and i don't think i ever saw that that i could give 100 percent to a generic training program you know that we could go into as much detail and i didn't realize there was as much depth into in it as 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 there is um and and the process is the process is 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 so much fun um the sort of the direct the 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 testing the process is like i said we there's not one session that we've we've managed we've that, that makes the cut as we call it because every session is sort of up for up for discussion there's not one session that makes the cut that that hasn't been tried and tested now and hasn't been put through it, put through the ringer and, and, and we felt it on ourselves and we've asked our athletes to help it. And they've enjoyed, they've enjoyed the process of, of, of doing that. Um, and, and the whole process has just been sort of thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. Um, and I can't wait to, I can't wait to get it out there and, and hear what, what people think and and see and see the results and and see what what people can get from it um we are we we're ready to roll um we've got a we've got a plan towards towards the open and and one of the sort of once we decided to go with this one of the challenges that, that that i put forward to the group was we must maintain our style and our humor and our and our way of programming, the sort of red pill way needs, needs to come through. Um, and, and it needs to be, it needs to be heavy amounts of, of variability in the program. It's not squat cleans and 10 times 500 meter rowing. It's, it's, it's more than that. It's 3d mechanics. It's, it's three-way lunges. It's, you can use three-way lunges to get stronger. You can use and not be injured at the same time. And and that philosophy of if I train continually for 12 months, in 12 months' time, I'm stronger. Whereas, yes, if I do three months now where I destroy myself, I'll be stronger in four months. But then the three months I spend injured, I equate to an, a zero or less than a zero in 12 months' time. Having that longevity in a program, being able to warm up, correctly with three-dimensional deadlift, deadlifts for example uh, understanding the the scaling options and and not needing to not needing a bias i think that's one of the one of the crucial parts of the program if you look through the program it develops the all you as an all-round crossfitter the the bias is only needed if your programming is lacking if you if you're not good enough at at getting 
you're a point across in the program, you'll need to buy us. I mean, that, that's something I've seen observed over the years as well, though. The, the problem with biasing is uh, what are your markers of biasing, right? Is Are you basing those markers based off the general pop or like data that you've accumulated through a large number of people or just based off that individual person? Because you've then got the element of, well, that person their aerobic capacity might be greater than their strength. Yes. So therefore maybe they need a strength dominant program, which is where individualized programming comes in. But the problem with that is, was their aerobic conditioning good enough to be at the next level anyway? And if you've biased a program towards a certain aspect, but actually then negated something that also needed work, also needed development, then when it comes around to open time and you wonder why you're not fit enough when you've just been on a, a biased program, um, it's like, well, yeah, of course you wasn't fit enough because you wasn't fit enough going in. So you you need to be at a higher level of fitness to compete with these guys now. Like you've got to be able to run sub 5K. You've got to be able to run a sub 20 minute 5K to be at the top level. Like it's, um, yeah, all aspects all in basically yeah i mean i think i think yeah that that that's absolutely um that's absolutely right at the top level but i mean but that that's scalable you know it's not necessarily that it's just the top level that, that that we're talking about there is that aerobic generally is the aerobic side of things needs to be as an equal to your strength side um at, at all levels and all the way through um i think the, the the interesting thing was many many years ago they took marathon runners and they tried to make marathon runners do Ironman because they figured if you've got a two hour two hour five marathon in you then you've you've you're you're finishing your even if you're running a two thirty marathon you've still got twenty at that time you still got twenty to thirty minutes on everybody else um, and what they actually found was that once you put the guys through even not even 180 kilometers of biking, but you put them through a considerable amount of biking when they got off the bike, they were running three hour, 15, three hour, 20 marathons because of the fatigue. And, and it's exactly the same as you have, you have, you, you see now is I can sprint or an athlete can sprint at a 400 meter or a 500 meter or whatever rounds workout it is at, let's just say they run 400 meters in one minute 30. When they come back into the box, and then do CrossFit work and go out and run again, their run pace is then up to two minutes. More running isn't solving that problem. It's never going to solve that problem. It's not about being a better runner. It's about being a better CrossFitter. And being a better CrossFitter means being able to do CrossFit and then run and train that process. You can go and do all the slow Ks you like in the world. You're not going to run better in the wad. It's just not going to happen because that's not how the that's not how the energy systems work, um, and and that's the common misconception uh, for me with all with all biases is is if you want to get better at CrossFit, what you have to do is CrossFit, or if you want to get better at at running, you need to do you need to run, but but don't expect your running to have a huge influence on your CrossFit um it running in crossfit because it's not the same it's a completely different neurological stimulus um and that i prove that week in week out with with my triathletes you know you can take some of the best runners in the world and you put them on a bike for 15 20 minutes and ask them to run and everything changes their run style changes their technique changes 
Um, and so, and so really it comes back to who are we targeting the program to for and, and what are we trying to get out of the program? And, and in that respect, what we're trying to do is say people who go to classes, who love CrossFit, um, probably anybody up to the sort of top 20 in sanctionals, if, if you're in the top 20 at sanctionals with games aspirations, then I don't think you should be following a generic program at all. I think if you're following a generic program there, you're probably doing yourself a, a huge disservice. Um, if you want to go to the games as a master or, you know, you want to compete and be in the top of the master's categories, um, for me, you need to take it more seriously than a generic program. Um, uh, and under that level, then I think a great entry point and a great place to start and where we've pitched the, the red pill generic is exactly that market sort of, I'm good enough to go to sanctionals or I'm just want to get out and do a little bit more than classes in the gym sort of in that bracket and that zone there you'll find you'll find yourself at home you'll find yourself developing your all-round sort of crossfit ability um in 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 and that, that's where we've sort of landed that's where where red pill generic has landed yeah <laughs> so i mean um, um sorry just uh question for you but what's been your favorite testing day Tell us about one of the one of the days you've tested um, and what you enjoyed the most, mate. Um, can I guess? Can I guess what it might be? Go on. Then. Is, it, is it one of your Savage Saturdays, mate? The surname Savage Saturdays, soon to be infamous, very well might be. I would like to say I've tested it. <laughs> <laughs> However, I think a lot of the Savage Saturdays are well beyond my capabilities. Um, but yeah, um, like like you said before, Phil, there's a lot of We've put a lot of thought into the program and brought humour, our humour, whether you find us funny or not, that's a different matter. But we, yeah, we make each other laugh. So um, we have a, <clears throat> we create a habit with with athletes, with our programming athletes, where coaching athletes that we kind of call, call a lot of the workouts of the day, even like the strength sections, power set, whenever they're working on different components, we have names for them. Um so like if they're doing a power session, we might say Usain Who for who's Usain Bolt. Um, and we call a session something like that. Um, and I think what – so we, we've kind of continued that process. And it all started with um, like Phil, you introduced me to, well, what is now and probably one of our most well-known workouts, Legs for Days. So you just called it cycle strength. Um, and then – like you introduced me to that and I saw I saw the useful how useful that kind of workout would be in CrossFit and I started applying it to some of the some of the athletes. Um and it pretty much so I just then started calling it, well, if you can do that, you're gonna have legs for days um that just will not stop. Um so yeah, it became called legs for days and I say, if, if you're not familiar with legs for days, you've probably seen derivatives of it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, starts with a, sorry, it starts with the strength. So it's 50 air squats, 40 walking lunges, 30 jumping lunges, 20 jump squats, 10 tuck jumps. And then it's, well, the original was cycle strength. So it was a six minute bike or the running version is run 1K five times 
So that's a lot of work. And you can see why it's become be called legs for days. Um, but yeah, you've probably seen derivatives of it around um, people using jump lunges because we've exposed a lot of athletes to it over over the years. And um, a lot of coaches that we've worked with have also kind of um, done the workout and they they use it with their with their athletes as well, that, that kind of style of workout with their athletes as well. So yeah, it got the name legs for days. Um, and we've, we've pretty much done the same thing with, with the, um, with a lot of the, a lot of the, um, all the sessions, in fact, pretty much have a, have a name, um, components of the sessions, the strength component, the, the ward and yes, Savage Saturday became infamous. So every, the Saturday is the big ward day. But every every three weeks we have Savage Saturday, which becomes uh, a real big throwdown day where you've got probably ninety minutes of of multiple, like well, sixty to eighty minutes of multiple kind of wad environment and uh, just just having fun, eh, mate? Just having fun, and yeah, the look from the outset, I say that I think one of the boys went that savage. Um, and yeah, I, I love the word. I love the use of the word "savage." Um, I think it's great. So yeah, we just came up with "savage Saturday." Um, so yeah, we just had fun. The whole thing has just been a lot of fun. Serious because we are. We we take what we do very very seriously, but at the same time, we know we know when is the right time to to enjoy enjoy doing what we're doing. So so guys, that's. Um that's pretty much the story um, of how we've ended up where we said we'd never end up um, nice for adaptability and, and nice to, to be able to be challenged in this way and come out of our comfort zones and, 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 and sort of, yeah, put ourselves out there a little bit in this respect. Um, we, <clears throat> we have decided that we will start off with uh, a free month um for everybody um so july the the program focus currently will be towards coming towards the open um july will be completely free for anybody who wants to uh jump in and join in the training program or copy it um if they feel like they need to do that um and whatever 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 we'd love to have you guys on there and jump in and have some fun with us and see how the month, see how the month looks, see how it feels, give us some feedback, uh, let us know what you're, what you're thinking and how you're, uh, you know, how the training's going and let's, uh, let's have some fun. Um, from the 1st of August, um, we will ask for thirty nine ninety nine per month for the program. Um, and uh, we look forward to developing it and growing the program with you guys in, in the community and and um, keeping you hopefully injury free and uh, fit and all round CrossFit fit, um, CrossFit fit. Can you say that? Um, and yeah, as I say, just um, just developing the developing the process and, and seeing where it takes us. Yeah, excited to see the to hear the feedback and see how it goes. Like I say we're. We're uh, excited by the by RPG. Um, it's going to be um, it's it's changed our thought processes 
um, improved us as coaches. Um, yeah, and look forward to I hope you have as much fun doing it as, as we had writing it. See you out on the road, guys. Let's um, let's get to the nut cutting. <laughs> let's get to the nut cutting, as they say. Um, get out there and do some work. And um, I think I think already I can feel like um, you know just the responsibility of uh, of speaking to potential potential athletes. And um, I forgot to say, each week comes with a nice. Um, comes with a nice introduction video and things are explained really well about what to focus on and what to do if you're tired and they'll, you know, all the sort of other stuff that comes naturally with a, with the generic program guys. So, um, yeah, look forward to sharing, sharing some space with you and some gym, um, program will be delivered some practical information. The program will be delivered via Wattify, um, which we think is, we've been through all of the systems and trialed all the systems and, you know, it's, it's nice to have the community feel. It's nice to have other people doing the workout and see how you compared to just alluded to earlier. You know, we're fortunate in our sport that we can, we can compare with everybody else in the world at all levels. So you can get yourself a leaderboard and, and see how you're doing. Um, and, and at the same time, you know, share, share some of the, some of the sort of successes from, from everybody else. Um, so look forward to hanging out with you guys in there. Um, and, following you and and hopefully hopefully sharing some of your some of your journey with you enjoy it guys many thanks for listening to this episode of the red pill podcast we hope you enjoyed it we welcome any questions you may have on the topics that we discussed today and also any suggestions for future red pill training podcasts